0: okay guys this is how to japan and today we are talking about bicycles great are you a bicycle fan i don't have one now but i used to have one yeah
1: depending on where you're living they can be very convenient in japan it's it's kind of a bicycle culture isn't it
0: yeah i would say so i I read somewhere that it's uh 20 percent of all uh Things that people do within five kilometers of the house is done with a bicycle. So shopping, Mm -mm. going to someone's house or whatever the hell. So (laughs) it's quite an important part of Japanese society. Yeah. When you had a bicycle, where did you ride it?
1: It was a shock, actually, when I moved to Kumagaya in Saitama. Uh, I remember signing up, signing the contract, moving out there. And then uh, they were giving me a company-issued apartment. And I was thinking, coming from Tokyo, well, it's going to be maybe 10, 15 minutes away at the most from where I was working. But uh, no, it was about twenty-five 25, 30-minute walk away. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they gave me a company bicycle to travel between work and my home. So this bicycle had a little basket in the front yeah, I, I quickly got used to it, and I yeah, it was uh, an indispensable part of my life in Kumagai, having that bike.
0: So that bicycle, the type that you had, do could you tell us what the uh, colloquial term for that is in Japan?
1: Uh I think it's called a
0: mama cherry. Is that yeah, right? ma- yeah, mama cherry. So I found that cute because it's yeah, like it's a- in English, it's like a mother,
1: like a, you, you just think of a mother with a cherry on top. Yeah, mother yeah. with a mother with a bike and so it was easy for, yeah. it, for me to remember like, they told me it's a mama cherry i'm like what the fuck is that and yeah. basically it's just a bicycle with a basket on the front right isn't that the description
0: yeah but can can i just co- correct your pronunciation for a moment yeah uh, it would be chadi, not cherry mama chatty mama chatty yeah. chatty okay are you angry no, sorry. why? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> why? That's fine. Mama, mama, chadi, mama, cha, cha. And uh, I'm just Chari. thinking about yeah. the um, the uh, the origins of this name. Mm. Of course, uh, as you as you mentioned before, mama, right, is definitely a part a part of it. But then actually, it goes into the origins of the sound of be- of the bell that's mm. rung on the bicycle. So we think okay. of charin, charin. As the sound. So kids, a long time ago, that's the sound that kids... Uh, the automanopoeia sound of a bell ring. I see. Yeah. Yeah, charin, charin. So it became actually Charinko. And that Ooh. was the, the uh, uh, an older name for bicycles. Uh, so they would call it the Charinko is coming, whatever, right? So then when it became popularized, popularized for women to ride bicycles uh, back in the 50s, 1950s, then... Uh, it started to become colloquialized as mama chadi mm. now what's interesting about this is that i'm am giving one possible etymology of the of charinko cha- charinko as being the bicycle but there's another possible etymology and all this all this information if people are interested is coming from the bicycle culture center website uh, whose head is some guy named Yatogai Yatagai Kazuo and he's written all kinds of information about this stuff so there's also one possible uh, origin another possible origin which is that the the name Charinko actually came from the Korean word Choronjo which means bicycle mm. so that's also another possible uh, origin of, of that word but why, why, did you, why do you think that they took
1: it from Korea?
0: Well, the possibility is that since, actually, bicycles were introduced into Japan probably sometime around the 1880s by British missionaries, but it didn't become very common until the, the middle of the 1910s. And at that time, mm. uh, Japan had colonized Korea and so there was a lot of give and take, there were a lot of Koreans living in Japan and there were a lot of Japanese in Korea, in the Korean Peninsula. And perhaps through that interaction, there was a mm. possibility that some words came came into Japanese language. You know, what's really interesting is that I was watching some show called Kim's Convenience, which is about a Korean family in Canada and i didn't realize this but sometimes the the, well, the father really doesn't like japanese people at all which is kind of funny but i noticed he got out of the car one day and he was trying to back into a parking spot and he was standing behind the car and he was yelling orai 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 and i'm like That's japanese yeah but mm. he's korean yeah. And he hates Japanese people, so it was just wait, like...
1: Wait, but how, what is the cross-pollination? Pollin- why, If you're occupying a country, right? Mm-hmm. That was an occupation. Right. I mean, arguments could be made about how uh, they treated the local populace, but right. uh, you could talk about comfort women and all that. But why would you import a word from a country that you're occupying to describe a uh, contraption which you've, you've already got in your own country? I'm, I'm failing to see the um, connection there.
0: But am I, am I wrong in, in being confused yeah, I mean, about that? Okay, so let's think about it in terms of uh, how popularized it was at the time. Mm. So it was, I think, the early 1910s where Korea became colonized. And at that point, it wasn't really a common object in Japanese society. It was, only, mm. it was not until 1916 actually... They were mass produced for common people to actually purchase. So we had a, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so you're
1: saying that in Korea, it was more a fixture in life. It it, it was more of a common uh, mode of transportation versus in Japan.
0: It might have, but I don't know. And it could Mm. be that it just made it a sound that someone heard that uh, Japanese people liked, and then it kind of slowly uh, Mm. mutated its way in. I think there's a, you know, a variety of different words that are taken on uh through colonization w- local words that become uh part of the the other the the rulers' language. Mm. Um Interesting. you could take you know, I mean if you think about the random randomly like orangutan is a Malaysian word. Mm. Right? So that was taken I think even like ketchup mm, is actually mm. some iteration of a malaysian word like katsup or something like that Mm. so i think uh and also like uh run amok amok is a malaysian word so Mm. i think like there's certain times there's just certain sounds of words that i don't know jive with the people and then it Mm. starts Mm. to bleed its way in so that's one possible way i don't really know but that's saying Mm. that's one those are the you're saying you're not a bicycle professor Right, right. I'm not a bicycle professor, but according to... I was under the impression you were, because you're (laughs) speaking with
1: such authority on the subject.
0: Well, I'm I'm getting all of my information from (laughs) Yatagai Kazuo, from the Bicycle Culture Center. So, and he mentioned these two points. Mm. So, now, when we think about uh, the bicycle as being an important part of Japanese society, we're thinking from about 1916 onward. Hmm. Okay, so um, but there there weren't there there were a few innovations that occurred that made it easier for uh, women to actually start riding bicycles more and more.
1: Was it um, looked down upon? I mean, having the opposite sex uh, because it was mainly a uh, male pursuit. Like I remember we talked about this before, Uh, maybe not on the podcast, maybe off the podcast. But Mm -hmm. there was a uh, time machine in The New York Times. In The New York Times, there is this. Uh, online section where you can go back in time and read articles and i told you about that one article i read about how they were viewing women riding bicycles as a scourge on society they can't let women ride it's unbecoming of a woman and seeing women on a bike it was uh, uh yeah it was out of the question so there were these uh, articles about that so i'm just wondering i wonder in japan if they maybe they were not as precious about women riding they didn't have the same kind of uh, teething problems as uh, people in America did, for example.
0: Well, even around the time of 1900, uh, women were usually escorted with their bicycles, I so see. they always <laughs> some. So yeah. it was kind of looked down upon, even though it was considered a, a status symbol to have a bicycle. Do you know much about these escorts? Who who I are these people? Know. Are they
1: are they who bicycle, are these people? Uh, official? <laughs> who are they? Who are these uh, these escorts? How do you get a job as an escort to a woman on a bike? Do you have to like pass it, do you get a certification to, to show people that you are qualified to ride this bike? Get a bicycle license?
0: Well, it could be that it's probably just a family member.
1: Oh, I see. Yeah. So as long as you're accompanied by a male
0: Yeah, yeah. You're a man, come here, follow this lady. <laughs>
1: It's difficult to ride when you're wearing a kimono. Even back then, you're wearing a yukata or kimono? What?
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Do you have pictures of it that you can put on yes, the blog? Yes, yes.
0: Yeah. There's like these giant, like just what everyone usually wore. <laughs> it's like, that's very difficult cumbersome. to ride. Yeah. yeah, no wonder you need
1: an escort. They're basically yeah. pushing you along. Yeah. <laughs> they're holding. holding they're the holding the uh, the handlebars with you right. while you're trying to ride. are going on?
0: <laughs> so, according to this uh, guy, he says that uh, the the first women's bicycle club was founded in 1900. So, despite all of the social problems there, uh, women got together. Fuck this shit. We're going to make a club. Yeah, yeah so. we can't.
1: Yeah, we can't vote, but we we'll, we'll fucking ride our bicycles. <laughs> Actually, I don't remember when they were given the right to vote, but I don't think it was in 1900, was it?
0: I do not know this. Uh, as you mentioned uh-huh. before, I'm a professor, or uh, facetiously mentioned that I was a professor of bicycles. We're getting not outside your comfort zone there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your area of expertise. We're, we're, uh, we're trying to stretch veiled, your knowledge, your expertise yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, my, my, uh, my <laughs> veiled knowledge of bicycles. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, so uh, now there was a lot of problems with bicycles. Uh, bicycles through the 20s so the government ended up making a registration system for bicycles in 1926 mm. and there was a, a theft department that was created for the, in the police departments uh, so now when you had a mamachati back in the day did yeah. you what did did you ever register it at the koban or do anything like that i don't that? know it
1: was for the company it was a company right. issued bicycle so i didn't worry about any of the paperwork or anything Okay. Also, the name of my school was on the ridden on the bike on the bike, <laughs> so it was, yeah, everybody knew uh, who the bike belonged to. Okay. Uh, and also, it was it was both good and bad because I remember coming out of a bar once and then looking for my bicycle. I'm like, "Fuck, where? I'm sure I parked it outside the bicycle." So I'm walking around and I walk around the corner, and there's a big garbage bin and someone had tried right. to put in the garbage bin.
0: Right. Okay.
1: And it oh, was shit. smashed up. Uh, so i guess fine. people could uh, identify you know the foreigner and his bicycle so there's a uh, yeah so easy easy pickings yeah. <laughs> i'm not saying it was a rampant fucking racism or anything but uh maybe i said something in the bar or maybe they just have fucking hated foreigners but uh yeah i've had that happen before Actually, having to walk home with my like walking my bike bike home stopping off yeah. at the company and just leaving it there and walking home and uh, and the company would uh, get it fixed for me. No,
0: actually, I woke up one morning uh, in Tokyo, my old apartment, and I uh, came down the stairs to ride my mama chadi and lo and behold, that's right. On Even
1: when you were where you were working, you had a bicycle. I forgot about yeah, that. we worked a, at the yeah,
0: same company, but
1: you were uh, we were in different places. So, yeah. at that place where you were working, you had a bicycle.
0: Yeah, I did, but this is a different place. Oh okay. Yeah yeah yeah. So this is actually after I I moved away from that place. I got another bicycle and I woke up one morning, I walked down the stairs and um lo and behold on the seat was a cigarette butt that had been put out on the seat and it was just ah, standing. Just standing there.
1: Disgraceful.
0: Yeah. So that was uh, a nuts. Although
1: although I've been with people and and listen, this is really terrible, but I was, I remember drinking with some foreigners and they would just put their, you know, outside convenience stores, there'd Mm -hmm. be bicycles. So sometimes I'd see another foreigner just put their fucking garbage in the basket of these bicycles. And I thought, man, that's not cool. What the fuck are you doing? Don't do that. Don't worry about it. It's fine. So you do see instances of uh, bad
0: behavior when it comes to bicycles. Bicycles. Yeah. That's not really nice. But I think like, uh, you, you know, one of the things that I came across here that's kind of interesting. I don't want to hear your, your your, comments or if you have any I- ideas about this. But by the 1950s, the bicycle started to be promoted as a mode for uh, wives to use, mode of transportation for wives. And it became something called a tool of marriage. A tool I of kept marriage? Com- mm. I kept coming across this in, in the Japanese language it was good like a kekko no dog i was like so tool of of marriage so basically uh to when you get married when you got married the the husband as part of all the marriage proposals and all this thing would buy a bicycle a mamachari for his wife
1: to go shopping to go shopping yeah getting groceries Mm. and
0: things like that that's really considerate yeah. It, at mm. the time, though, the bicycle, that type of bicycle was uh, in just adjusted for infl- inflation, was 200,000 yen. Jesus Christ. <laughs> was this a gold-plated bicycle? <laughs> it was, uh, you know, 22 kilograms of solid mama chuddy beauty. Yeah. yeah. Fuck! wow so,
1: uh, do you have uh, photos you can put on the blog of these, these yeah yeah amazing
0: bicycles yeah i'll put these on the blog it, it's uh it, it's it's really interesting what the, the slight innovations that occurred like the bag you're talking about your basket and then later on there was the child seat that was placed between mm. the the rider and the the handlebars and all of those types of things started to make it like almost the necessary part. Do you remember back in 2008, the Japanese government made this new law where you couldn't have anyone, you could only have one rider on the bicycle. And it was mm. trying to crack down on these um, people, you know, like high school kids or like maybe right. people in their early 20s, riding on the back uh, seat yeah. where there's like, a, like a, a spot where you can put a basket. Right. Right. But it was always flat
1: and it yeah. would just ride you on You could actually that. sit so, on it.
0: Yeah, you could sit on it and balance. Mm, Did you ever yeah. do that?
1: No, uh, maybe uh, when I was drunk, but it is very convenient if you need to be somewhere and someone's got a bicycle, you can just hop on. So I don't blame yeah. these high school kids getting on the back of these bicycles. In fact, that was like my initial assumption when I first saw them. I was like, oh, you can get passengers on it. Makes sense. Because <laughs> if you see it, it does look like it's made for someone to, like, to get sit, on the back uh, of it. And, and also, you know, another bicycle culture, sorry, getting a little bit off track, but this no, is no uh, related to what you're saying about uh, in uh, Holland, for example, they're another strong bicycle country and they have places for you to sit. You can actually sit on the back of bicycles and no one, people are just used to it. It's a part of their culture. Right. So I don't know why Japanese uh, in 2008 why the government cracked down it did it result in a lot of uh, injuries
0: or or deaths? i would imagine it's probably injuries or something like that but there was a big backlash because there th- i could imagine basically you know bicycle shops sell or and sell now child seats so it was right. basically screwing parents yeah it was like saying no you can't do you can't live your normal life and like mm. within six months that rule was changed it was like you can't yeah. you can't do that. So there's mm. sometimes you know you'll have a backlash, and that's like there's some sort of civic response to Japanese lawmakers. But yeah, that's one of the ones where it was was not a good idea. But here's one that uh, happened in 1965 that lasted about 10 years, which was um, because the traffic situation during that time period became very very volatile. Uh bicycles were allowed on sidewalks to avoid car traffic. Now you have mm. some experiences with bicycles on sidewalks. I know Yeah, that. I told you about that. Yeah. yeah. Like I,
1: I remember uh on many instances walking on a sidewalk uh, and it would get narrow. Right. And I'm I, I'm not a slow walker, but I but I'm walking at a brisk pace. Every so often I'd get a guy or woman behind me ringing that fucking bell and asking me to make way for them so that they mm-hmm. could get past. That's when I asked you about that. I said, well, who, who actually has the right of way? Because I'm confused. I'm always making way for these bicy- bicyclists to get past. And I thought, well, aren't you supposed to be on the road? Why, why am I the one who has to fucking show deference to you on, on the sidewalk? I thought, I thought this was made for me, for pedestrians, walk, people who are walking. Yeah, but so that that annoyed me over the years. Is just seeing people in a rush. Yeah, I know sometimes it's uh you know rush hour people are rushing to get to work or whatever, but or even people uh in, in the afternoon uh going shopping. I'm like, why are you in a fucking rush? You to get a sale, you know, get <laughs> to use your
0: coupons, but Christ. Yeah, yeah.
1: This is this this road I thought it belongs to me. But yeah, I, I guess I think
0: uh, yeah, pedestrians do have the right away on this You side wouldn't know there. though. Yeah. <laughs> And so this is the wild thing that has happened, right? So now, from, that, from the 70s, there was more of a problem. The laws changed, and basically, the bicycle is a vehicle of the road. It's not supposed to—generally speaking, it should be on the street. However, there are so many instances where it just becomes dangerous for you to be a bicyclist on the street— So the Japanese government has created so many different types of scenarios and local governments, so many different scenarios in which to create a space for bicycles, pedestrians, and cars. So Mm. I don't know if you've ever noticed this walking in Tokyo. Have you ever noticed um, you're walking down the street and then there's this giant divide in the sidewalk, Mm. There's just and it looks like flowers in the middle. They've almost Uh, created this flower bed that runs through it. Yeah. Did did it ever occur to you that maybe one side is for pedestrians and the other side's for cyclists? No. So those types of places often, if you're looking and I've I've had that experience where every so often I'll see a sign and it'll say, oh, it's a picture of two people walking. And on the other side, it's a bicycle. So it's actually not all pedestrian traffic. A lot of those are created so that there's not, there isn't there isn't going to be that mix-up where bicycles are crashing into pedestrians. But mm. no one has any awareness of it. So most of the time, it's all mixed. Right. Because there's not enough awareness about the fact that they're actually trying to, trying to create separation. Or um, what about in Tokyo when you've walked around? Have you ever noticed any streets that have... Uh, a different color running along the sidewalk and the road, like a blue color. Come to think of it,
1: every pedestrian crossing I've seen, like major pedestrian crossings, I mean, so this is different, but going back to pedestrian crossings, there is a a marked line for cyclists, people on bicycles. So when you're walking over a pedestrian crossing, you do see space that's reserved for people on bikes. Mm -hmm. So I I do see that. But as for the sidewalk, uh, I don't think I've, That's what you're referring to, right? It's like a specific area for for cyclists to go down and and giving, as a pedestrian, you you stay on the pedestrian side of the sidewalk and there's a a specific area for cyclists.
0: Yes, there's that. But there's also actually the road where cars are, where they'll actually paint it blue. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So that might be out maybe in different parts or sometimes they'll just create a white line with a stencil of a bicycle on it. Okay. And- but the the problem, like if you really think about it, like, they share course, that with uh, buses, right? They share that with cars, basically, I, thought, I car- thought buses have like a special area
1: right on the road
0: it, some in some road parts, they do, but um, so in, in inconsistent general- there's no rhyme yeah. or reason to any of it, it it's wh- that's what's frustrating about the whole situation is that everything that they come up with happens in segments. So you you'll have like uh, there's a place in Kameido. There's one raid road in Kameido in Tokyo, and I, I I went I used to work down there uh, at a high school, and I noticed there was this street where it was really really wide. There was a pedestrian sidewalk, and, and then for about one kilometer, it was a paint the the road the car road was painted a different color, and there was a fence separating the cars from bicycles. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. So I was like, how far does this go? Well, not far <laughs> enough. <laughs> like, It's just one little segment. So then mm. after you pass that safety so zone. So they had the
1: right idea at the beginning, but yeah, they just didn't, they just didn't, didn't complete it.
0: And, and I think it happens, it, you're in one ward, and they start in this one section, they have a budget for bicycles. And so they made mm. that little section but then there's also really some really wide sidewalks where there is some in there's like a white line running down the center of it. But no one's paying any heed to it. Pedestrians don't notice it. Bicyclists mm. don't notice it. But I think the biggest problem and probably the one that you're having the most problem with is when the the road is not that busy with cars and the the sidewalk is not that big. But mm. bicycles are going down it. I think that's no probably... i don't mind I don't
1: mind if the sidewalk is big enough to uh, accommodate both cyclists and pedestrians my My point is sometimes it does get narrow and there's like a choke choke points at some of these little narrow streets uh they're not consistent. I think we've already established that that a lot of, a lot of roads and streets are not consistent at all, so I guess what I am most concerned about or what really makes me fucking angry is people thinking that they own the sidewalk and i'm the one who has to step away or 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 make room for someone behind me that's happened all too often i don't know uh why it's so prevalent why there is no orders from up high to establish some consistency in in how we navigate our own environment Does, does that make sense
0: Yes, and it's something that I find incredibly confusing as well. And when I look at this um, ministry website, you know, I keep every week we keep talking about a different form of transportation, and every week I go to the Ministry of Infrastructure, Land and Transportation because they have all this (laughs) different type of information. And it is like, like when I'm looking at their their website, it's like okay, there's something called a bicycle road. Then there's okay. something called a bicycle lane, okay. and then there's si- sidewalks shared by cyclists and pedestrians with no marking. That's, <laughs> <infuriating>. <laughs> That's just a normal fucking sidewalk. <laughs> so how are you? So supposed sometimes, to know?
1: as a cyclist, you do get special treatment, and other times
0: you're just going to join the hoi polloi, <laughs> like people on the street, and you've got to navigate that... your, your way around because well, like, we don't have that... any consistent system. That's an official <laughs> classification. Sidewalk shared by cyclists and pedestrians with no marking. Define, define bicycle-friendly sidewalk to me. I would say a bicycle-friendly sidewalk is one in which there is a clear division between where pedestrians walk and where cyclists go, wherein there is some sort of curb or some sort of flower bed which separates Mm. the two lines of traffic. Okay. And there is ample space for pedestrians to walk, and there's yeah. enough space for a bicycle not to where there's two way traffic allowed. Right. Because once it's too narrow, of course bicycles are going to go in the pedestrian area. Oh, look, there's no pedestrians now. Well, I'll just keep going down this path because there's a bunch of bicycles coming in the opposite direction. Mm. But that kind of situation is very, very rare. It's not like a. It's not like a very common thing where it's set up like that, but there are places like that, and it's really nice when you see them. Now, there's another, there's a final one here. It's called Sidewalk Shared by Cyclists and Pedestrians with Marking of Bicycle Track. Now, that's where it's kind of color-coded on the sidewalk. But, you know, it's, it's so random and I, I feel like that there's no consistency and i think that's what you were talking about earlier
1: yeah if, if i know that i mean where i where i'm living there is a pretty big sidewalk mm-hmm. so it, it can accommodate cyclists no problem right. at all and you see people flying by but there is no marking so sometimes right. they're, they're coming towards me on the left the left side or sometimes on the right side and there's no way of knowing but at a certain point it narrows around when I get to my apartment. Right, there's this really course, narrow right. area. Area, and sometimes I see a cyclist coming down this really narrow path, and I've got to wait for this fucker to 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 get past me. And I think, well, why didn't you just go on the road? But no, you're going you're going down this side because it's safer for you. Not yeah, and, but it's so, inconvenient for me.
0: Right. So okay. So you're coming from that perspective because you're mostly a pedestrian. I mostly my my area is mostly in the world of bicycles, even though I walk a lot. So when I walk and I get to a narrow spot, I always look behind me. And if I see a bicycle, I wait, but I'm not thinking those goddamn motherfuckers. I'm thinking, well, I hope they get by. That's just our, our way of thinking is different. So yeah, very different philosophies on
1: uh, how much power we have as uh, pedestrians. Yeah, I like to think that I have, I have the right of way. You said so yourself that legally I'm, I'm right. But you take the approach of okay, I want to, I want everyone to hold hands, sing kumbaya. Uh, you know, I want cyclists to to enjoy enjoy their little rides. I don't want to get in, get in the way of their uh, fancy free uh, uh, little expeditions on the on the I, sidewalk.
0: I, I, I would just like to uh, add that uh, minus the condescension. Yes, that's what I think. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think we are you know we're uh reiterating we're, we're we're doubling down on the same thing it's like it's inconsistent the rules of the sidewalk uh you've got to play it by air i'm of the opinion that i'm not going to make way if it's a narrow road you fucking you can stay behind me while i walk at at my pace if it's inconvenient for you well then guess what get on the road and if it's dangerous then you've got to you got to uh, ride your bike or walk with your bike at my pace I'm not um, I'm not cowtowering to you.
0: Well, I think, you know, you do have uh, there are many, many uh, I don't want to say grain. I was about to say grains to to make make your point bigger. But in in any case, the the, the important thing that you're uh, that you're making is that we have to figure out a way for people to. Coexist. It sounds like such government speak to say that we must coexist with pedestrians and bicycles. It sounds like such a slogan, but yeah. the fact of the matter is, is that recently, since the pandemic started, uh, you know the the ca- cases of bicycle injuries, pedestrians getting injured by bicycles, has been increasing. And in fact, the city I live in, which is a city of seven hundred thousand people, there have been eight deaths since January first, and now it's September. So that's almost like one person dying a month from being hit by bicycles.
1: Can you describe that to me? How does someone die from getting hit by a bicycle? Okay. Are you fragile? So, like what's your body consist of? Are we made of glass? because I've been hit by a bicycle but I don't I mean the the tire the tire the tire would hit my uh, my foot I've had that happen to me I had my my foot run over sometimes and I and they always you know apology apologize profusely I I just can't picture like someone on a mamachari killing you
0: okay well we're not always on a mamachari we could be on a some sort of like a road bike bike, a road bike could be a road bike or or electrically uh, powered yeah electrically power assist well that makes more sense Yeah. So also you have to think about the speeds at which things are happening. So even on a mamachari, when I when I was when I had a mamachari, which uh, for the manufacturers, just a side note, manufacturers don't call it the mamachari. And in fact, if you walk into a bicycle shop and say, excuse me, I would like to buy a mamachari. People will laugh in your face, as I had experienced at a uh, one specific Omiya bicycle shop. Uh, many many years ago, they they just because mama Chadi is a very colloquial term and it mm. doesn't really have high cachet. It's not. It's like saying saying uh, to someone, "Hey, um, I'm looking for the lamest bike you have here. Yeah, can you can yeah. you get me something lame?" So it, that was so my the proper term of, is jitensha. Jitensha is jidentia, also yeah. okay, but the manufacturers also they will call the mama Chadi type of bicycle the city bike.
1: Hmm. Okay. Uh,
0: that's what, that's what they're called when they manufacture, manufacturers call it. Okay. Mm. So now, yeah, we've actually, sorry. Yeah. We have talked about uh, the mamachari, charinko etymology, and then actually the term, the general term, which you just mentioned, uh, Jitensha. But, so you got to think about the speeds uh, at which people are going. So uh, a lot of these, a lot of these things are people going ac- and, and, you got stepped. You got uh, hit on the foot with tires. This is like straight on, like someone crossing the street, and a bicycle isn't paying attention to flying along and hitting them head on. Mm, mm. And if you're going at twenty kilometers per hour and you've got all this metal on you, mm. it's you could the impact and then the slamming to the ground could bust someone's head. Right. So, I can
1: imagine. Yeah, getting hit and then your head hitting the concrete.
0: Yeah. That's that's a lot of what's happening. Yeah, it could be dangerous. So, I was just kidding. thinking
1: of like this old woman on a on a bike, <laughs> running into me. <laughs> just like yeah, okay. Yeah, just watch where you're going, old your old bag. Uh, uh, but, but also yeah, if it if you are going to die, it will, be, it will be at pace. It will be someone on a uh, maybe traveling at high velocity and right. uh, an electric powered. We didn't even touch upon that, but the yeah. uh, you see many of these momentaries, have they're they're electrified. So they yeah. can actually uh, reach very high speeds without so uh, without even doing any work right,
0: so basically, as you pedal the the assist gives back as much energy as you give into it, but mm. they 're supposed to be limited to twenty four kilometers per hour, but all of, most of them can go much faster than that and what the problem is there 's a little bit of a problem with them, and it it was highlighted in a in a news article that. Uh, I saw a few weeks ago about an Uber eats guy An Uber. There was a, there was a guy who uh, was riding on the bike, riding on the sidewalk with his bicycle and hit an old woman. uh, And she broke her leg because she, because he hit her and um, the police uh, ticketed him and then uh, ticketed him for having a moped. Hmm. And so, I was like, what the fuck is, what's going on with this? Because it's a bicycle and it looks like just a power assist bicycle, right. but it has a throttle on it. And you can't tell the difference between the two. However, if you have that that throttle on the handle, meaning you don't need to pedal, all you need to do is press a button and it'll go. Uh, according to the police The Tokyo Metropolitan Police Department website, anything, any bicycle that has a throttle on it, even if it's under 50 cc, is considered a motor vehicle and requires a license plate and a Mm. license to drive. Wow. Yeah. So it's it's quite strict. But I went on Amazon and I looked at these mopeds. And some Chinese makers, when they put them on Amazon, they don't mention anything like that. Mm. The Japanese makers, I can see that one point they'll have say like, oh, you can't drive this on the street. You have to, or you need special uh, permits and stuff like that. Right. But that beca- that's a whole other bag of worms. Like I wouldn't I would have never known if I had not done any kind of research. I would like, what the fuck is the difference between that and that? So It's a whole other uh, story mm. to think about, I guess. Are they popular, are they? Uh, the mopeds? Yeah. I mean, if you have yeah. to go through
1: that all that process of getting certification, a license, and then going through the training of actually riding one, why would people bother when you can just get yeah, an electric exactly. assist? Right, exactly. Right? So, Which uh, I, you, you I, don't have to conform to these other regulations.
0: So basically, if you... It, I think people just have to be careful not to buy the moped, <laughs> because mm. it's just they're the same price. Mm. There's no yeah. When you when, you, when you say moped, I visualize like Audrey Hepburn on
1: it, right? Right in that movie, that classic movie. Yeah.
0: What's it called again? Uh, uh, was it My Fair Lady or whatever the hell? No, I right? no, should okay.
1: on a bike in Italy, like a, a okay, a oh, Roman movie. holiday. Yeah, Roman that's holiday. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. that's that's what I think of as a moped. But you're saying yeah. that here, it just looks like a normal bicycle.
0: Yeah, it has pedals. Yeah. And it has that little battery thing that looks like the power assist for a regular bicycle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it has a throttle. It has a throttle. And so you don't actually need to pedal. So that's, that becomes such a a thin line between, I was like, that's not a, that's not a moped. Exactly. What what you're saying is like, that's not a moped. That's, that's just a bicycle, but it's not. So it just gets confusing.
1: Hmm. So yeah, was, I wouldn't even bother yeah. with that. Just get like an yeah. electrified one if you want like the power, you know, to go up those hills. Right. Uh, I don't see the point, especially if the moped has already has this moped you're talking about already has uh, pedals, pedals on it, right? right? Yeah. So I just fail to see the value in having it.
0: it. I think what what's happened is I've noticed in America, I've looked at some YouTube videos and electric bikes are getting pretty popular and they're calling them e-bikes, but yeah. a lot of them have throttle on them. I see. And there's no, and they can just ride willy nilly. There's no laws that they have to follow. Hmm. And so, uh, from a Amazon Amazon sales perspective, all of these start going up all over the place, and I think it's hard to keep track of what's what (laughs) Hmm. Uh, in the whole in the whole world of uh, bicycles. But I think you're right. I mean, as long as you get the electric power assist bicycle, that's not a moped, then then you're uh, and you're okay.
1: I've never ridden one. Have you? One of those ele- electrified ones, power no, assist? No, I
0: haven't. But I have passed them on my uh, hybrid bike. Oh yeah, my hybrid bicycle. Um, mm-hmm. So so sometimes when I pass them, I'm like, yeah, I don't need a fucking battery. <laughs> Eat my dust. dust. <laughs> yes, yeah. you. F- <laughs> you lame ass battery of power assist bicycle. <laughs> Eat my. Stomach metabolism, my my metabolic dust. Uh, but I, I can see. I mean, it's really important. I, you know, it gets in summertime. It's so humid. If you're using that to commute to work for that's three kilometers away. Yeah, you don't yeah. want your ass to be all sweaty by the time you get to work. Right. So yeah. it's like I think it's a really good idea, hmm. uh, especially as you mentioned in hilly areas and things like that. Yeah, it's it's nice. You know, you got these bicycles. You got different types of bicycles. You got the road bikes. You know, what's the difference between a road bike and a hybrid bike? Do you know?
1: I know people spend a lot of money on these road bikes because they right. they they travel far distances, right, on their bike. Right. And people take it very seriously. They they join these clubs of like these road cyclists and they go off together over the weekend and they, they travel vast distances. Right. Uh, so those ones are expensive. But you're asking the difference between them and the... Hybrid uh, bicycle. The hybrid bicycles. Yeah. I guess the hybrid... Well, the hybrid ones would be... Um, you've got the luxury of calling upon a motor to help you, right? Isn't that the major
0: difference? Actually, in Japan, what they call a hybrid bicycle is just one where it doesn't have the drop-down handles. It's like ah. a crossbar. Ah, okay. So the crossbar that comes out, it's also called it a cross bike. So anytime you hear that term, it doesn't actually refer to electric power. Mm. It just refers to the handlebars handle Spicy. bar style yeah yeah mm. but uh yeah it's not you know not big news or anything like hey you know i forgot to mention about the uh about the mamachari. there's races for mamachatis would you like to see one of those yeah yeah okay yeah, well, absolutely fuji speedway has an annual chatty race Wow, How do you uh, enter? I mean, and is this reserved for... Well, who who actually <laughs> enters these races? <laughs>
1: okay. Just, so, gonna... so in order to qualify, do you just have to show them you have a bike, uh, a mamachari, and they'll let you in?
0: Yeah, basically. Oh. Let me uh, pull up the website. It's called the Super Mamachari, Super Ecology for the Earth Race. Uh, now... The, the the next deadline for the next Mamachadi race is 2022, January eighth. And you'll be able to get reservations for it, reserve a spot for the race starting this month, this week actually, September 10th. Uh you can apply. And it's at the Fuji Speedway International Racing Course. And you can join in teams.
1: Hey, wow. get,
0: okay, we haven't had any quizzes. I want you to guess, for one team, how much does it cost to enter the Mamachati race? A
1: team? Yeah. Of how many participants? It doesn't say. Ah, oh. so I can have like 10 people? <laughs> <Sure>. Maybe. <laughs> could be. I could, I, could, I could have like one person on the back of my bicycle. <laughs> yeah. Do I get, yeah, extra, yeah, yeah, do I like, get credit for having a, like more right. people on my bicycle? <laughs> yeah. And a baby in the basket. <laughs> right.
0: Oh uh, um, I don't know. Uh, twenty thousand yen, exactly. Oh, really? Yes. Oh wow. Good job. All right. Very good. All right. So there's actually different classes. What in does that the get you? The twenty thousand. I mean, you you
1: you got your own bicycle. Pay right. Twenty thousand yen. What do you get out of it? Do you get like a like prize money or?
0: Uh, let's see here. What things oh, do you, you get? Like a you medal. Get a, a trophy. There's like trophy. Yeah. There's a trophy here. Uh, depend. That'll show you what place you came in, um, and then there's called something called. I think there's different outfits that you can do. So there's like themes. So people make these themes. There's called the Lovu Lovu Show, which means uh, people who look that love their mama chadi look like they love their mama chadi will get a prize. I like riding it um, naked yeah, yeah, with, yeah no with no seat with no seat with a giant heart on i don't know yeah <laughs> <It's> like... okay <laughs> so age and then there. there's
1: you need like a it'll be a certain age then to join that one yeah and uh, then there's
0: something for the the top tech in your uh, mama yeah. chatty yeah yeah uh so well, what's the capacity uh,
1: what are the numbers are we talking about here does okay, it get like well, uh like a hundred people or
0: lem- let me see here i'm gonna go to the pdf for last or for 2020 Okay, Are these so, professional Mama Cherry riders? <laughs> Do they have like special like uniforms? <laughs> they, they, you know I'm not seeing a lot of pictures. I'm seeing uh, a lot of graphs and such. But yeah. uh, it, let's say the it looks like there's all kinds of awards. Like the official number one racer uh, team, they were called Team Brave Sonoda, and they were from Tokyo. Mm. And let's see here. How many people uh, were there? It doesn't say.
1: So it could be a, two okay, or,
0: or 10. Okay. I think I'm starting 15. to understand what this thing is. Look, they raced. I think it's like a distance race. Like how long you can go. Oh, is because, that right? Yeah, because it's saying that they raced for nine hours and 57 minutes, 11 seconds. Jesus Christ. <laughs> On a mama Johnny That would be insane. Uh, so they uh they they, it must be like a a team effort like to keep going okay now i've done this for 10 kilometers now you go uh, i see yeah uh so then there's uh another team the love love class uh they the the winner was from saitama and it was a couple so this is a pair and Mm. holy shit they went for seven hours Wow! Yeah, and uh, wow—they're the 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 Iron Athlete couple, they're called. Mm. Uh, Jesus Christ, um, that's insane! How I, long I has this I, been going on for? This is the first about I heard of since it. about two thousand eight, I think. I said. the the first one. Uh, then there's the uh, there's also some we were talking about hybrid, but this is the hybrid class of mama chadi. Uh, so what's going on with this next generation bicycle? Uh, performance pioneers mm. class. <laughs> the like, they're like I testing new like, tech. Yeah, new I tech guess so. on the
1: uh, uh, on this course.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay, let's see. I'll, I'll, I got the graph of the numbers of people who. Jeez, this is long. Um, it's hundreds and hundreds of people. Hundreds and Jeez. hundreds of uh, seven hundred thirty-six teams. Fuck. And one uh, of the but te- they
1: can't all be there on the same day i guess they got different tiers or
0: i don't know but it's i'm seeing these numbers of how far they went it's like Mm. 54 kilometers in seven hours everyone has a different distance Mm. i guess you just keep going like the the one team they went they circled 18 times that made it 82 kilometers in six hours 56 minutes they were number one Mm. I, Mm. i don't know man this is like insane sounds like fun would you yeah, like to go see
1: it, I, it would, yeah maybe after the first lap it would be fun but yeah i think i get the idea yeah. after that like okay i'm done as a spectator <laughs> yeah but, i mean yeah. as a <laughs> but as someone who's uh who wants to ride i don't know you know it'd be more interesting it's like okay how many people can you fit on your bike i would watch right that. and then see how far you can go <laughs> like a clown with bike <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
0: let's see how far you can go with this i don't know yeah i think that I mean, promoting the mamachari is uh, is a noble pursuit, I guess. Yeah, yeah, for the environment,
1: right? Wasn't that the whole point? Yeah. Is to yeah. be conscientious about the environment by setting up this kind of mamachari race?
0: Yeah, man. They got all kinds of sponsors. Yeah? Yeah, there was a Toyota, Jidosha, Kabushiki Gaisha. Does Toyota make bicycles? I think, you know, you know what's weird? Like, you go to the bicycle shop, and there's, like, bicycles called the Hummer. And I think, like, the Hummer... Like they make bicycles, you know. Panasonic wow. make that's a weird thing that I never th- wasn't even thinking about it. Like, there's Panasonic bicycles. Is that right? Yeah, I never heard of that. There's like, oh, okay. like you'll see, you'll see bicycles with like car names on them. And it's like the wow. car manufacturer. I want a also Ferrari make, bicycle. Yeah, guys. Yeah, you know, I I think I've I seen I think they a do por- actually. Yeah, I think I, I've seen a Porsche bicycle. Hmm. It's like. I I don't know, I've seen all kinds of them and it's like what 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 the hell? This is not the the grade <laughs> this this bicycle the quality Could of this you imagine bicycle a Ferrari bicycle <laughs> with a basket on the front. <laughs> it's like the biggest piece of crap the company makes. They just slap the name on it.
1: With the most exquisite leather seat you yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, you've yeah, ever, yeah, that yeah. your ass cheeks have ever touched. But it's got a but it's got a plastic basket on the front though. Mm. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. There's all kinds of uh kinds of sponsors here. I think that's Oh, oh, there's a YouTube video. Ooh, this oh, this is pop
1: a, it on the blog. Yeah, I want to Yeah, yeah, uh,
0: Check oh, it out. Yeah, it looks like there's uh they're having lots of fun with how they are wearing helmets and shit. Like motorcycle helmets. Uh
1: so What is the rule about that? You don't have to wear a helmet on mm-hmm. A bicycle in Japan, which I found re- I found fucking yeah, refreshing because in New yeah. in New Zealand, I remember I think it was in nineteen ninety in the nineteen nineties, there was this push for people to wear helmets, right? Uh, a groundswell of support for people to wear helmets, and then the government passed laws that everyone had to wear a fucking helmet because some idiot mm-hmm. died on the road, mm-hmm. with some brain um, trauma. And so they just made it made it mandatory for everyone on a bicycle. Even if you've got a fucking mama cherry, doesn't matter. Um, even though we don't have mama cherries in New Zealand, funnily enough. But anyone on a bike you need a helmet, which is fucking ridiculous to me.
0: I think it's really important. I met a guy who... And I, I that's coming from... The, it's total uh, you know, hypocrite. But um, I, I met a guy at a former school who was riding his bicycle. And he got hit by a car. And he said, the only thing saving him from head trauma was the bicycle helmet that cracked in half when he fell and hit the pavement on mm. his head. I think there's a lot Um. Uh. you know, most people don't recognize it. But where I have noticed it is in rural areas, kids going to school wear, like, heavy-duty helmets on their head. And I think it's because um, in those areas outside of Tokyo – where it's the countryside, cars go really fast. So if they're if they don't have any helmet protection, they would just you know they could die instantly. So I think I should have prefaced what
1: I said by saying if you are in a country that uh, if you're using your bike on the sidewalk, in some places in New Zealand you can use your bike safely, and there's, there are certain zones that are dedicated to bicycle usage. Much like Japan, I guess in Japan, it's more uh, of a bicycle culture. So it doesn't make sense to have a helmet if you're going on the sidewalk a lot. And it's usually very short distances in the uh, uh, more densely populated areas. But I guess, yeah, the the more further out you get, then it it becomes a little riskier when you're out on yeah. the road, main road, and there are no sidewalks. Well, then, right then, you've got a, It's not a mamature anymore. Now you've got a road bike.
0: Yeah. So the... And the road bike scene, these things go, they can go up speeds of more than forty or fifty miles. Uh, right. Uh, yeah, and th- in hour. that case,
1: I, I take back what I said. I think in, in those situations, yes, I I, I, w- I would wholeheartedly agree. Have a helmet. You need a helmet if you're on the road with other traffic. Yes. Okay. But my point was, in certain places where you are, if you've just got like one of those mumma cherries on the road, or you're you're going short distances, I don't. And, you know, and you and you're around you're in an environment where you're on the sidewalk, you're not even on the road, I think in those cases, yeah, to hell with a fucking helmet. Just look ridiculous.
0: So uh what about this? Have you ever thought about riding a bicycle for leisure? Why? I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna ask my question again. Leisure. Have you ever thought about riding your bicycle for leisure? I, I, view so it, is,
1: I view it as like getting me from point A to point B, is more as more efficient than walking. But that's it. That's it. So no,
0: <laughs> I love riding my bicycle for leisure. Ah, wow! Show more interest. <laughs> I said wow, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, but it was like a wow, as like, let's just continue this conversation. It wasn't like, wow, tell me more about this interest you have. Uh, tell me
1: more about this interest you have. Please elucidate your, your interest uh, to me about like, getting, doing it leisurely.
0: One of the great things about Tokyo mm. is that it has incredible cycling roads running along many of the major river systems. Ah,
1: I see where you're going with this. Okay.
0: So you can actually get on your bicycle at Tokyo Bay and ride straight out to Gunma Prefecture on a cycle. Right.
1: Right. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: It is an incredible, an incredible system. In fact, you can ride out to certain. You can ride out past Tokyo City into Saitama. And then link up with other roads. There's a there's something called the Toneunga, which is a canal which will connect to the Tone River, cycling road, and then ride up all along that. And so this is a place where it's mostly bicycles. You can cycle on flat, broad uh, roads with no car traffic and very little pedestrian sometimes there's people walking their dog and stuff like that but it's Mm. open sky and it's just a really great exercise leisure experience Mm.
1: interesting the thought never crossed my mind that you can do that yeah like i said it is this city is more um welcoming oh maybe that's not the right right term more conducive to cyclists than other countries so that does make sense but i've never gathered any derived any pleasure being on a bike i never looked at the scenery or i I just viewed it as a means to an end you know it's a to b even if i had my own bike i don't even think i would travel that far on it if it wasn't needed for work i would just use it to go shopping or uh but not to go to travel such long distances as you've just mentioned uh even though even though so the scenery could be amazing oh actually maybe i've had an electric assist bike mm -hmm. yeah maybe you can like twist my arm then
0: okay uh leisure is not about twisting somebody's
1: (laughs) 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 that's actually the opposite (laughs) No, but you're making me feel guilty now. Because oh, no, it, yeah, it does sound really nice, but I just no, yeah. don't uh, view it with the same... Um, and also, I don't have a good experience. Did I, don't, I don't tell you about getting stopped by the police?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead with that.
1: So I remember coming home drunk, and I was swerving on the road. And I could have taken back streets, but for some reason just being drunk, and I'm swerving on the road. As I'm making my way home, I I see lights. The The whole road is dark, right? And, the, and the, the road gets lit up. By these lights, and it's obviously the police. And it was at that point I thought, "Fuck, I'm done for. This could get me deported. You know, I'm. Um, this is very, really stupid behaviour. And so uh, I pull over, and the guy gets out of the car. I look behind me, and a policeman walks towards me. He sees my face. I see him, and he said, "Ah, Gaysinka." It's like he's saying, oh, oh, you're a foreigner. Do you speak Japanese? And I said, yeah, sure. I mean, uh, hi, squishy. (laughs) So I said, yeah, a little bit. And it was that moment I thought, fuck. He's going to either pull out a breathalyzer or something. But uh, he pointed to the back of my bike and he said, That's dame." And he does the batsu. You know how Japanese do the mm-hmm. batsu where they put their right. hands up? How do you describe that? I want listeners to be able to visualize it. So Japanese have yeah. this way of of putting their hands up to make this cross sign. So they make a cross sign with their hands. And that means batsu, or you can't do that. Dame. So it means no, you can't do that. So he pointed at the back of my bike and he said, my light is not working and that it's dangerous and please fix it. And I looked at him and I said, I hey, wakarimashita. Ashta, ashta yari and I said tomorrow I'll fix it. And he said hi, uh, kioskete me, and he waved. And I and I said mata <laughs> ne, like right. see you again. <laughs> Those like are the wrong Japanese to use with a cop. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so he got back in his car and they left. And right. I continued swerving on my way home, and I hit a pole near my apartment. Uh-huh. And I remember laughing so hard on the ground, thinking, "Fuck, I love this country."
0: why why
1: just let me go i was like fuck just let me go like that with uh, a warning about my bicycle light And when it was fucking obvious that i was drunk
0: they they let it go well i have an experience like that so i was coming home from work one night not drunk and it was about 9 p.m at night and i passed one convenience store on the street on my way home and he's the policeman started to follow me home and I parked my bicycle and he stopped his bicycle in front of me, in front of my apartment. And he started calling into this police department to check my numbers on my bicycle plate. And uh, coincidentally, my wife popped out of the apartment from the second floor, looked at the situation and said in Japanese, what the hell is this? Hmm. And then the policeman got all coy and was like, oh, oh his Aaron is uh, yeah. bicycle I, I, I thought low. I could take out my frustrations on this like, fucking clueless <laughs> foreigner.
1: Sorry, I and didn't he, know that you had a woman, a Japanese woman in your life. Sorry.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> he, pissed, he just pissed off. So yeah, yeah, that is my one. But I, I wanted to, but you know, speaking of, you know, these types of situations, there's a new law that you have to be aware of is from 2020 in most areas of Japan, you have to have liability bicycle insurance. So if you're in an accident... The other person can be covered if you injure somebody it's not for you so interesting, uh, I never knew about yeah, that, yeah mm. yeah, so you can get this through seven there's some seven eleven insurance if you own a house uh, or in you're an apartment with fire insurance, you can get it uh combined with that. We have it combined with our car insurance it's about two hundred yen a month.
1: oh, that's fucking easy, okay, yeah, so, so yeah. this is uh going to protect you in, a, in an uh, accident. Yeah. Um it's going to cover the costs of the injury of whoever you've right. hit. Because That's because it right. happens so often. Yeah. <laughs> they had because to come it happens so this often, they have to do this. because it like I, I was. That'll tell you one. everything
0: you need to know about the right. whole fucking system. Of like riding a bike. This whole, like the, the pamphlet, I got a pamphlet from school the other day for some other organization is doing it. They, they mentioned like, oh, if you don't, you know, there's a kid, a little kid who ran into an elderly lady and uh her injuries were in upwards of $90,000. Jeez. You know, and without bicycle insurance, you're fucked. <laughs> like, yeah. You gotta pay for that. So it's, yeah, that's a really important point. But I'd really like to end on a a nice positive uh, point about cycling. That would be
1: like something new for us,
0: right? We usually end on a dour note. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because I want to mention, because we were talking about leisure, and I, I would just like to say that Japan is this incredible country, actually, for leisure cycling. There's a lot of mm. cafes that are friendly towards cyclists. They'll have a bar outside, a, mm. a, a wooden bar outside, to put your uh, cycle up on. And um, there's, gosh, there's That's so some many. Some trains different you can put bicycles. your bicycle on, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. Okay. In addition to those, there are certain trains where you can actually put your whole bicycle on. But if you if you want to transport your road bike or your hybrid bike somewhere else to go cycling, it most in most cases, you need to have something called a linkle bag, which is a bicycle bag, wherein you take your the front wheel off and your back wheel off and attach it to your frame and stick it in this bag and carry it around. I've done this numerous times. If you get fast at it, you can do it. You can take it all apart in less than 15 minutes and drag it up onto the platform and get on mm. a get on a train and then move on. And uh, it can be quite cumbersome, but. There's accommodations for you uh, regarding those regarding your desire to go wherever you want. The one thing I would mention is that you don't want to I've done it once and I was looked at very dourily, which was um, on an overnight bus. I put my bicycle in a linko bag and I put it in the in the storage and they're like, what the fuck are you doing? They let me do it because I had already bought the bus ticket, but Mm -hmm. they frown upon that. type. Right. You got to be careful of that. But there's overnight trains that you can, you know, sh- put your shit on. And Kyushu has lots and lots of trains that are bicycle friendly. Uh, they're, they're kind of like upscale looking. They almost, they have, they'll have like a whole train car. Mm. They, they, it looks like a saloon for bicycles. Wow. Right, it's almost like you're putting, the, you're putting your bicycle up on a corner like a horse or something. Right, right. But, you know, I've, I've personally done lots of cycling all around Japan. And I would have to recommend one spot one spot where you don't need to bring your own bicycle, uh, and it's beautiful, absolutely stunning scenery. It's called the Shimanami Kaido. The Shimanami Kaido is part of the uh, the, uh, Seto Inland Sea, and that runs between the main island of Honshu and the smaller island of Kyushu. It's about 80 kilometers of cycling over beautiful bridges. And what's great about it, you know what's great about it is... Oh, yep. When you go cr- on. Well, okay. I, I, I'm sorry. I don't want to lose you here. <laughs> I don't want to lose you No, here. I'm paying attention. I'm sorry. No, know, go on. Go on, go on. But so, I don't want to keep talking like, hey, hey uh, it's on me time. <laughs> Are you still with hey, me? Are you following me? No, okay, I'm, yeah. getting, I'm getting to the punchline. <laughs> when you get on a the bridge, there is a toll. Okay. And you can buy the tickets ahead of time or you can pay the 10 or 20 yen when you get onto the bridge. And hmm. there's bicycle only onboard ramps to get on, and the road sometimes the bicycle road is above the uh, car road, so mm. you 're completely separated or sometimes it 's underneath, but in any case it 's always separated now when you get off of those bridges and you get onto the countryside roads there 's no one around there 's a thin blue line that r- runs along the along the roads, so you can keep track of where you 're supposed to go but there's barely any cars and it's just such nice beautiful roadways and a really nice place to go dude you know me i i i i, I took my my bicycle up to tohoku and mm. cycled for six days through wow. the mountains
1: i don't remember that
0: yeah well now you know you gotta reminding you
1: yeah yeah
0: do you do you, do you remember anything else
1: you might want to repeat that. Where where was uh, this place that you recommend listeners go to if they if they uh, love Shimanami uh, cycling? Shimanami Kaido.
0: Shimanami Kaido. We're put that on the blog uh, for people yeah. who who love uh,
1: to ride bikes. And and you said this in this place you don't you don't need your own bike. You can rent. They'll provide you, you, can you rent. with one. Yeah, you rent with yeah There's one. Okay, rental great. areas. Yeah. yeah.
0: So you can go one way and then drop it off. There's drop off stations. That's great. <laughs> Yeah, so you can just go a little bit and then drop it off or go all the way and then drop it off Mm -hmm. Uh, so you don't and to get back you can just take the train back or something like that you don't have to go both ways right there's endless amounts of stuff I mean I love this uh, this magazine called Tokyo Jin uh, Tokyo Jitensha Jin the Tokyo Bicyclists and it has all kinds of courses I've used all all the uh, courses in here it's great then I'm sorry just one more thing there's um the Nihon Best Cycling Course 10, Top 10 Long Distant Rides uh, by uh, Tokyo Chizu Publishing. It's really nice. It has English translations in it as well. I can mention that on the blog as well. I mean, mm. Jesus Christ, there's so many beautiful places to travel by bicycle in Japan. Fucking get on your bicycle and enjoy yourself if you like that kind of thing. If you like my co-host, buy a mamachari and get to work. In a faster time. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I hope uh, that was
1: enlightening to anyone who has an interest in bicycles. Uh, even if you didn't, I hope that uh, you're able to you know, spark your interest in getting a bicycle in Japan. Uh, it all depends upon where you're living and uh, uh, what your, your purpose is. And if you get leisure out of it, I mean, you could be a lifelong proponent of bicycles in your own country. And I think you'll feel right at home here in Japan.
0: And no arm twisting. I'm not going to. No, twist arm, no you one's again. forcing
1: you to ride your fucking bike in Japan. It's just like uh, suggestions. My co-host is passionate about it, and uh, I'm working my way towards getting that passion. So how about that? If I, I'll, I'll have to take a look uh, at at the blog at some of these uh, recommendations you've made. Okay. I prefer to ride drunk. Oh, maybe not end on that note. No, that's bad. Bad advice. Don't pay any t- attention to me.
0: <laughs> hey, uh, ride responsibly. Ride, ride responsibly. Ride, ride in the flow of traffic. If you're on the sidewalk, <laughs> yeah, don't go Be in the opposite direction of traffic.
1: <laughs> that's a bad way. idea, especially not when you when you've got like a can of beer in your hand.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad idea. Don't do that.
1: <laughs>
0: all right, all right. Uh, yeah, do you have anything else to add? I know that's enough for me.
1: All right. Well, until next time, it was a pleasure talking to you about bicycles.
0: Yes.